Welcome to Pregnancy Help Podcast. I'm Christine Grimmett, and we have an episode coming to you from Heartbeat's annual conference. Uh, Ellen Fell, our international program specialist for Heartbeat International, has a couple of friends, some of our international attendees. Ellen, why don't you introduce them and uh, get us started? Well, good morning, Heartbeat family. We miss having you here at the live conference, um, and I wish that I could have the pleasure of introducing you to my friends here today live, but um, you'll have to look them up on their webpage so you can get a picture of them. Uh, I have the absolute joy and the honor of introducing my friends and my work colleagues, uh, Svetlana Jovanova from Macedonia. Uh, And if you don't know where that is, you need to look it up on the map. And And in the Bible. And in the Bible, yes. Uh, And Andrea Tosato from um, MPV, Movimento per la Vita, which is based in Italy. Welcome. Grazie, thank you. Oh, greet us in in Macedonian, please. Dobro utro nasita, pozdrav od Makedonia. I don't know what she said, but I think it was good. (laughs) Anything you want to add in Italian? Grazie a tutti e un saluto dall'Italia. Ah, isn't that beautiful to hear? Well, welcome and um, welcome to Jacksonville. It really is a joy to be able to see you after three years. So tell us a little bit about yourselves and um, what you're, then here's my other question. What are you enjoying most about the conference? Svetlana? Uh, Well, uh, I haven't been to a conference five years. So after 2017, I was finally able to come and I feel truly blessed. To, to be here and to be among friends again. Um, I'm coming from Macedonia. Uh, I started Lydia Pregnancy Center, the, the only one pregnancy center in Macedonia uh, 10 years ago. So this is our 10th year. And um, still, I cannot believe that it's been 10 years, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Sometimes it feels that it's only been a couple. Sometimes it feels like at least 100 years. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that old, believe me. But um, I'm uh, truly uh, honored to be able to serve the women uh, in Macedonia and to help um, women make wise decisions for, for their unplanned pregnancies. That's great. Andrea? Well, actually, thank you very much for inviting us here today. The joy to be here again is even meeting again our friends. Svetlana, I didn't know that she was coming. So she, we found here after years that we not work, you know, we were working just on phones, email, but and now finding again here is uh, amazing, stunning, really. And for me, is quite escaping from a bubble that we were mm-hmm. for a couple of years. Uh, returning to breathe, you know, uh, it's a way uh, to live here that give us vision for the future, give us the opportunity to return back to Italy with different ideas and option to put in place. So really, thank you so much. And um, in Italy, as you know, um, we are volunteers because I'm part from, of Movimento per la Vita. I'm the head of marketing and fundraising, fundraising division, and as well as executive board member. And we are working a lot with our 470 pregnancy health centers that are across the nation and maternity homes. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. I just wanted to tell me that... 
Did you say 400 what? 470 more or less pregnancy help centers, maternity homes, and college campuses because we have youth group in, in university and the cultural association because okay. we have both sides. Right. The thinking one and the operation one. Great. Okay. I just want to make sure I heard that number. Yeah. Um, so that's what uh, Movimento per la Vita does in Italy. Mm-hmm. And do you want to explain a little bit more, Svetlana, about what, what it looks like, the landscape in Macedonia? Because you're not saying 400-something life-affirming organizations. Tell us about the, some of the obstacles that you're facing. Well, we are a small country. We do, do not even have 400 cities in Macedonia. Yeah. So <laughs> that would be impossible to, to have. So we are aiming towards 1,000. For us, um, we had actually two offices, two locations uh, up till recently. Unfortunately, when COVID uh, hit, we had yeah. to close um, <laughs> the first office that we, we opened. Um, and to remain only with uh, the main location in, in Skopje. Uh, but what we found out was that uh, although we are only one center, uh, we are serving to the entire country. Uh, when uh, COVID happened, uh, we didn't know basically how we will function, but then we started uh, working online and offering online counseling. So we started getting phone calls from uh, all around Macedonia, uh, women who would uh, like to Skype with us or they would message. Uh, and we discovered that online counseling is, is very beneficial. So even with one location, we are able to, to serve the entire country. Uh, eventually, I would like to have more centers uh, or at least uh, counselors in each city in, in Macedonia. But being a small country it actually uh, has advantages mm-hmm. because just in few hours, we can be from one side of the country to the other side. And we'd love to, we love to travel. So that's what we do sometimes, <laughs> helping ha- families. We actually have clients from all around the country uh, in places where I didn't even know existed in Macedonia, <laughs> but I had the opportunity to, to visit. We are helping families. We have clients who are living in rural parts of Macedonia. They do not have uh, easy access to, to internet or computers or technology in general. So we would go there and help them. When COVID started, actually... Um, some of our clients lost their jobs, so they reached again to us, and we were able to, for several months, to provide them food for, for a month to at least 20 families. Mm-hmm. So, um, 20 when, families? To, in, in, in the country, yes. 20 families each month. Each for six month months, for, for six months. months. Yes. Yes. Well, that's, that's a little bit a different spin on the pandemic consequences um because and i don't know andrea maybe you can tell illuminate me in terms of italy but it sounds like what was a health crisis for us very quickly turned into a food crisis in in macedonia 
Yes, actually, and it still is, unfortunately, the um, because of the situation in Europe at the moment with the war, um, the fuel prices are very uh, high, mm. uh, and that means that everything else is getting new price, including food. Mm-hmm. So many families right now are really struggling, and we are trying to to help them as much as we can. But unfortunately, our resources are very very limited. Uh, um, honestly, with a hundred dollars, I can provide food for um, five, six-member family for at least three weeks. Wow! And um, I'm going to hire you for my house. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, it's 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 challenging, but um, when we'll bring the food and diapers and clothes to the families and see the children happy and rejoicing, they even come to unload the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know h- how heavy some of the things are, but they are happy to, to help. That That's the best part. Yes. Andrea, tell us a little bit about what, what the, the landscape in Italy is like right now. Well, actually with COVID, we had a similar situation, but no, maybe for the food, Mm-hmm. especially for relations. Mm-hmm. That was the big drama, we can say, the, the most important difficulties that we had, especially for a Mediterranean country as we are, that, you know, we face more, we, we love have, you know, that social life that we block for quite two years. And that the two lockdown even three that we had immediately face even in our pregnancy centers and our option line. Because uh, I didn't mention before, but we have even our uh, option line with chat and telephone active 24 out 24, seven out seven, only uh, management by volunteers only. We don't have a staff paid, pay staff for, for this activity just are. Uh, people that give their, their time to the others. And uh, we just increase. I, I just remember the first two months during the, the first lockdown, the world, world, world was looking at us. We just reach most more than double that the call that we reached in one year in 2019, just in two months. So imagine how was, you know, their request by women about girls and, you know, all, all the person that was looking for uh, helping in, in, in a difficult pregnancy situation. Now we are working to, you know, to restore that, that connections. Uh, but it's not easy, especially because after COVID, now we are facing a word in Europe that is really nearby us. So what uh, what Svetlana said about the the, the, the prices are higher higher that happened in Italy too, and but we are still thinking about what is going on in uh, in Ukraine and the place around like Poland, like Romania, and we are working a lot in order to give them help in in this moment. Uh, apart that, we are still working a lot with our option line, with our pregnancy centers. Uh, we are giving training to our volunteers. You know, we are we are desperately searching for new volunteers that want to you know to serve us as a guardian with this in this in this ministry. Uh, it's really difficult and and really challenges. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about two presents. Two gifts. Yeah. 
One is, um, Svetlana, if you could share the special 10-year anniversary gift that you received um, from in a, the form of a little baby, Lydia. This will make her cry. <laughs> you go first. Okay. We're going to give her a moment. <laughs> and then a, a different kind of gift. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to ask Andrea to share a little bit about well, let me back up because I think this, what, what I'm asking him to share is such a beautiful picture of how the pregnancy help world works. It is reaching out, not just to women, babies, and families. It is reaching out center to center. Mm-hmm. And in this case, honestly, nation to nation. And it, when Andrea told me about this, it was such a beautiful picture of um, how um, one of our international uh, joint affiliation partners is is reaching out to an, uh, an another nation in in a and in, in a pregnancy help movement in a time of need. Oh, I, I know very well what you're referring because we are working right now on this on this activity. We launched well after the invasion of Russia and Ukraine, we already, we start immediately a fundraising campaign in order to help the Ukrainian pregnancy health centers and maternity homes too. Uh, but then there was the problem of, you know, there are a lot of association asking us what, what we can do more, more to them, more to the people in Ukraine, more, because we, we were, you know, uh, every day on the news, every day on the newspaper, like facing this reality that is uh, happening right now in Ukraine. And so thanks, uh, thanks to Heartbeat International, we put in contact with uh, the network that is in Ukraine, that is a safe life. And putting us in contact, we start this giant campaign we can say because it is we started with our camper van we have uh, our emergency camper van we have this van that you usually use for emergency across the across italy we use it in the last two earthquakes that happened in italy in the city in in the center of italy in uh, um, 2016 2017 you know spreading hope in that area there in in danger so we decided to move the camper van that it was you know stopped there like until before covid so and uh, it's ac- moving across italy there are so volunteers that driving this this camper van and keep all the necessity all the materials that were to, to provide in, uh, in in ukraine and moving from the south and deep south Reaching Naples, Rome, Florence, Bologna, Padua, Venice, Trieste, and now going there in in uh, Romania and to bring all this material, and we just facing there are like two hundred and fifty volunteers that are really active on you know finding materials, driving the bus. Then we have uh, two companies that give us for free two trucks. Uh, I, I can say truck, yeah? Truck, yes. B- the big one in order to storage all the materials to bring there. There are other minivan giving us for family for free, just, you know, putting that uh, materials. And we are working a lot. We, we call yeah. it like the emergency pregnancy up center. Mm-hmm. This is moving around Italy. Yes. 
Well, so um, tell me a little bit, Andrea, and then I'm going to get back to Svetlana because she stopped tearing up now. Um, <laughs> Andrea, tell me a little bit. Um, this we interviewed somebody else just recently, and and she was talking about the Heartbeat family, mm-hmm. and it sounds now like this Heartbeat family that Movimento per la Vita and and Heartbeat have this this connection that that's really going beyond Italy, United States, or, or even beyond Macedonia, United States, and going from Italy into Ukraine and other. Yes, it's true. Well, actually, you know that Movimento per la Vita and Heartbeat, they have a quite similar story. They burned the same period. Uh, Born. Huh? Born in the same period. Born. Yes. What I said, I'm sorry. It's okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Peggy, that is founder of Beat, and Carlo, Carlo Casini, that is our founder, they have a similar story, more or less. They met here in uh, Heartbeat International Conference. We, we, you know, we share part of the story together, even knowing each other, mm-hmm. because we just met like 10 years ago, more or less, and was uh, really a pleasure for us. And especially because yeah. he's given us the connection and, you know, we are work really hard together in order to open even other pregnancy hubs yes. in Europe, we hope. Yes, that's great. Because I think one of the things that I, I'm trying to communicate uh, in, the, in, this, in this interview is just the beauty of the way that the life bringing movement and life-affirming movement is also life-giving in the other parts of the family. And that, the, and that even through uh, heartbeat, able to sew a, a little bit into Movimento per la Vita, and then you're sewing into other nations and, and other parts of the world. So that, that is really exciting. That, that is truly the multiplication of life. Yeah, yeah, especially here at the conference, they are giving me energized, you know, to return back to what yeah. I said, okay, we have to move in other countries too. Because <laughs> it's not possible that just Italy, Spain, and other, others, other countries have it, but we don't find pregnancy help center in France or Germany or just small them. We, we need to collect and to open more and more centers in Europe. Yeah. That's great. Because it's the new challenge. Yes, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Svetlana, are you, are you ready to talk now? Uh, yes, and okay. I already have an idea. You and I will going to talk after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so you're making business during the podcast? Of, of course. <laughs> that's how my, my mind works. Um, yeah, um, as I said, in 2020, we had to close the... The first location, basically, that we opened in September 2012, uh, and for me, it was it was a little bit hard because it was the first location. It felt like I'm giving up my baby, basically. That's mm-hmm. where Lydia was born and grew up, and then developed, uh, you know, and moved to to another location. But for 
several years in a row, um, instead of uh, being just a counseling center, we were basically a safe place for many women, not just for women who had unplanned pregnancy, but also for women who ex experienced reproductive loss or women in general. We had women coming to us when um, they, they wanted to talk about uh, their family problems, about their children. And every Monday afternoon at 1.30, we would have prayer meetings. And we started with just a couple of minutes. Uh, eventually, by the end, we were they were over 30 women who would show up for, for the prayer meetings. And that prayer meeting developed into our uh, Bible study. And uh, Daniela and Amanda at that time really enjoyed working, uh, working with them. And then uh, just a couple of weeks before we closed the office, a lady came to us and asked if she can be baptized in our office. Uh, so it was December. It was freezing cold outside. We made sure that the office is warm enough. Uh, and freezing cold inside uh, yes. as well. <laughs> um, and we filled the bathtub with hot water. Um, we asked a friend who is a priest to, to come. And uh, this woman was baptized in our bathtub in, in Lydia's <laughs> office. And the best part of the story is the name of the lady is Lydia. <laughs> so for us, that was a perfect ending of a beautiful story of that, that location. Yeah, that's great. I love that story. And it's not the ending. It's actually the beginning of the next story. Exactly. Save the Storks is celebrating their 10th birthday, 10 years of knowledge, experience, and quality refinement wrapped into each Stork Bus. This quality ensures more time on the road with a Stork Bus to reach more women. Learn more at savethestorks.com. It was, um, when we got that office, we didn't know the story of the place. Um, uh, we didn't know why God gave us that, that place. Uh, but a um, couple of years later, the landlord uh, came to us and he said that back in the 60s, that was actually a gynecology office. Mm. And when he bought it, he found uh, um, abortion instruments in the basement. So at one point at that place, babies were killed. After Lydia moved there, babies were saved. So Amen. a place that was Amen. a That's graveyard great. for babies became a birthplace for babies. Wow. There are not many stories that could shut me up, but that maybe just did it. Um, I love what you've shared here today. I love that um, we, Heartbeat, our Heartbeat family can get a picture of what is going on in other parts of the world. I just appreciate your being here. I love that you, you truly are um, committed to uh, not just a national pregnancy help movement, but an international life-affirming movement. And that requires action. And uh, so it, it is truly onward for, for Macedonia and from Macedonia and for uh, Italy and from Italy. So we appreciate just all the work that both of your organizations are doing and your cooperation and collaboration with Heartbeat and letting us, the Heartbeat family, be a part of what you're doing. So let me ask you, give us something, a couple of things from each of you. How can we pray for you? They're just pointing to each other. 
Ladies first. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, pray for wisdom, how uh, to go onward. Mm. There are so many challenges out there. How how to reach women? How to be available for for them? And uh, how to be their support and pray for protection because this is not just a counseling. This is not just uh, changing uh, uh, lives. Um, It is a spiritual war also. Mm -hmm. So please pray for protection. Amen. Well, our last conference has a title, Ushima Riveder Lestelle, that is the last sentence of Dante that is finally we get out and we can see the stars was the name of our conference because we are exiting from dark period Mm. and we want to find light because it was the other you know subheading of our conference was light of hope so pray that we can find that light of hope that sparkle life in Europe, you know, mm. to reach um, new women, new girls, new babies, new heart to touch, you know, and to be there. And especially for us as Movimento per la Vita, to find the correct way to do that mm. in the future, because we, we really need. Well, thank you so much. I am truly humbled when I get to be in your company. And uh, it is an honor to serve you. And please let us know how we can continue to serve you. And um, for our Heartbeat family listening, if there are those of you who want to be in connection and in touch with um, with Lydia, a beating heart, uh, or Andrea Tosato from Movimento per la Vita, they are both... Um, Life Reach Global Partners, and you can reach them through that, or you can reach them through uh, writing me. Um, we bless you. Thank you so much. My brother and sister in the work and in heart and spirit. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Ellen. Grazie mille. Thank you. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit subscribe. Uh, we wish you a great rest of your day. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Pregnancy Help Podcast.